We have a bit of a snooze fest in Formula One, IndyCar at Barber, NASCAR day late at Dover. Um, some interesting news out of out of the NASCAR world. No Wednesday night dash. Step Racing Garage Talk. I'm DJ Plook. I am Eric Richardson. So an adjustment make, on the fly. On the fly. Live, live adjustment of the camera. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Extreme close up. Hey, how are you? Whoa! Don't sue me, Wayne's World. Don't sue me. Make sure you freeze uh, from that. Put a t-shirt. Extreme close up. It's we're now 3D. <laughs> so that uh we if you watched this weekend and few of you did, uh tuned in with uh with Andy uh Amadola to watch the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which was pretty boring um you know Checo wins hey no uh no alonzo on the podium this time we got a ferrari on there a little shake up and uh you notice that the uh <laughs> max and uh leclerc leclerc switch spots on the podium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like, really? <laughs> and then the highlight of the race was uh, Esteban Ocon almost mowing down the reporters who were let out in a pit lane with one lap to go. Yeah, it's granted like, it was unusual, but it's like somebody royally closed. screwed up there. It's like, like you knew he had to pit. He had to make his mandatory stop. He didn't. It's the last lap. He's going to make his stop. And, uh, Almost mows down a whole field of reporters, and it's a blind entry too, for the most part, because it's got a little chicane as you go in. I I went in into the driver audio. He didn't say a word about it. Like I I figured there would have been something said. He just he quietly went on his way. He uh, he did his stop. He got back out. His just in so much disbelief, didn't know what to uh, say. Yeah, to I just. I think it's to the point these drivers are like, yeah, that's that's on, that, that's that's on brand for this now. Um, you know what can you do? Miami's this weekend though. That should be interesting. Yep. Doesn't require I mean, either staying up until three a.m. or getting up at four a.m. to watch this time around. So that'll be nice. I'll only be three hours away, but unfortunately, I won't be there. I will be busy. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Um. Not really much more to say on that. That's a little little bit of drama in the uh, sprint race on Saturday with uh, George Russell taking a giant gash out of the side of Max's car. Do you see uh, somebody took the the meme of George with his his like wall pose thing, and they they put him on the in the gap of Max's yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was classic. So the uh, the Alpine drivers. Uh, Hung out with RFK Racing, tried some some NASCAR stuff, which I think is cool. Um, you know, with that perspective too, because you know you get these Formula One guys, and you know NASCAR doesn't, um, NASCAR doesn't uh, get the respect it deserves overseas as you know these cowboy Americans driving in circles, and and then you get these Formula One guys coming over, and you know you you see. <laughs> <laughs> was it Pierre Gasly trying to uh, jack up the the car? Even Ocon were trying to <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, their drivers yesterday. Not... One of them was out in the car. I'm um, turning uh, left. I think it Charlotte. 
Yeah, it was Ocon, I think. He uh and then and burned it, it down. Yeah, he burned it down. So of course he had to do that. I mean, wouldn't had... you? Oh, if I had a chance, definitely. I think I really like seeing these Formula One drivers coming over and jumping into stock cars and uh and going through that experience because it's just so totally different. And and hearing someone like Jensen Button, who's you know a Formula One world champion. Kimi Raikkonen, also a Formula One world champion, talk about how difficult it is and how much fun they had. Um, it's it's very validating for the sport of NASCAR to have you know two you know high level yeah it's fun Formula One drivers say that. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Who yeah. are we and what are we doing? <laughs> Wait, what? Who are we and what are we doing with this? What are you talking about? I'm missing something here. We didn't intro who we are. <laughs> we didn't? I don't think so. <laughs> we did. We got <laughs> sidetracked. Oh, I swear we did. We'll have to check the tape. <laughs> um, Just in case, I'm DJ Fluck. I am Eric Richardson. I swear we did, but we'll check the tape. I distracted with the camera 3D <laughs> mode. <laughs> I did introduce the show. Um. <laughs> anyway, um lost my train of thought there. Uh, I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean it's just, you know, it's it's been fun. You know, NASCAR is heading to Kansas this week. That's always a kind of an underrated race. Cuz it's, you know, Kansas is one of those, you know, newer tracks. It was built turn of the century. Doesn't have the you know, it doesn't have the history as as some of the other tracks on the circuit. But it seems to always have a pretty fun race out there. Um, run so, low, run high, lots of options there. Good, good. Yeah, it's a good track. I mean, it's one of those where I was just like, oh, Kansas. But now it's like, oh, Kansas. Okay. I mean, it, with some of the other races we've had this year, you know, Dover, you know, I watched decent amount of the race on Monday morning when they, they filled in and, you know, I, I think honestly, the only thing that two things that stand out is you have a true X sweep for the first time ever. You have Ryan Truex winning his first uh, Xfinity Series race on on Saturday, and then Martin Truex Jr. snaps his like fifty something, fifty three, fifty six race losing streak, and uh, points losing points race losing streak. Uh, he did win that that Bush Clash at the beginning of the year, but that doesn't count. It's great to see him get back. In yeah, victory. so you got so you got the True X brothers winning back to back. Um, it's only happened a couple of times where they've had a. I think the last time they said it happened, it was Mike and Rusty Wallace in like the early '90s or something like that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. That's that's a pretty rare feat. So the, you know, congratulations to the True X family. Big big weekend there for them. And for the most part, that race just ran green the entire way. Yeah, I mean, short of you know. Ross Chastain being Ross Chastain and hunting someone. And you know, they asked NBC, asked Steve Latart what he thought about it. And he said, like, if you were in a position to sign a driver, you know, would you sign somebody like Ross Chastain? And he said, I absolutely would because, you know, this guy's running towards the front. He's competing for the win every week. It's like, okay. So he punts a few people. <laughs> like, you know, what's the alternative? Like, would you rather have a, you know, a mid-level or a guy runs in the back? Like, no, of course not. This guy's going for the win and he's, you know, he pushes it to the limit. 
maybe a little too far sometimes, but yeah, who was it? Larson who asked, like, did he just wreck him? <laughs> and then it was uh Brennan Poole filling in. Um was he in the 15, I think? Yeah, he was in, yeah, the, he was 15. in the 15. He's like, someone's gotta whoop his butt. I'm like, oof. So is it safe to say Ross Chastain is turning into the villain now? He is definitely turning you into You either villain. like what he's doing or you're like, somebody just needs to take him out. It, it's weird, too, because Kyle Busch this year has become. Maybe it's his you know, quote unquote old age. You know, he's like, you're like a week older than him. I'm like two weeks younger than him. Uh, you know, maybe in his old age that he's kind of mellowing out and he's not being the villain anymore. And Chastain is kind of taking over that role, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I still like Ross. You know, he's, he'll be forever remembered for his, you know, and the thing is like, if Ross never wins another race or, or, you know, ever has a big, you know, shining moment again, it's like, he's got that. And he will be a Martinsville legend. Or, I mean, he's a NASCAR legend for that move. <laughs> I mean, that's that's going to be shown in highlight film. As long as NASCAR exists, that's going to be on a highlight reel every single time. Oh, for sure. But, and uh, then NASCAR goes and takes fun out of it. Yeah. yeah it. It's Safety. Well, the... it's... My, my immediate thought after the shock of seeing that was... Holy crap, it's it's so fortunate that he didn't come off that wall too early or lose control coming off that <laughs> wall. Is that could have been bad for a lot of people and um, you know NASCAR agreed and that's why they changed the rules. But yeah, it's this is what it is. Kansas this week, uh IndyCar, Barber. It was a good race. We uh, were close to seeing a, another uh, St. Pete. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> space this time and um congrats to McLaughlin on the win. And uh wondering after seeing the first week of uh the hundred days to Indy or whatever if uh Joseph Newgarden is going to break his legs because yeah, that, 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 that was my big takeaway from that episode is that he would break his legs if uh if he starts getting better than him. Uh, he, he's close. He's, he's getting close. some he's, wins. He's getting up there. Newgarden didn't have a good day. He uh, he had a rough rough weekend. Uh, quite a few people had a rough weekend, but we are now in May. It, it uh, Marcus month. Armstrong had a great run. Yeah, yeah, he did for a rookie. Yes, he did. But we uh, we're officially in indie month. They'll be heading. Uh, we got the in the whatever Grand Prix race here in a couple weeks, week and a half, and um, I'm excited. I will be sitting in turn one. Oh, you went with turn one? Wait, yep. turn turn one of the road course or turn one of the oval? Of the road course. Oh, nice. So you're gonna see the. Oh yeah. We're gonna see who's gonna miss their their brake marker. <laughs> Should be an interesting spot all day bring, long. Yeah, bring an umbrella. You might need it. Yeah, just in case. I'm not sure you, what time we're going to get here. Have you ever been caught in a downpour at the track? Because I have. Yes, uh, Brickyard qualifying. And it was cold I, for I, August. 97 race, I was there. Uh, the one that got rained out Sunday and Monday. You know, it was just kind of overcast. And it just starts pouring. And we're all kind of 
gathered under the grandstands, like in the you know the tunnel to walk out into the uh, you know the midway area there behind the the grandstands, and we're just kind of all huddled there, trying not to like freeze to death because it's like you know it's it's like the end of May and it's pouring rain. It's like fifty something degrees. I mean, it was cold. Oh, I, I, I yeah, Oof, that was such such a cold day, but. I don't think we're going to get there at the beginning of the day, but they have the USF 2000 races and I oh, think yeah. uh, Indy Lights earlier too. Kind of want to see one of those and then, of course, it'd the main one. Yeah, it'd be fun to see see those in person. Yeah, a lot of racing. I mean, basically, you know, I've got my Peacock membership ready to go, but I, I mean, I've I've kept it. It's I bought it initially to hold soccer from like August to you know May. And then it's like, oh, I'm just gonna watch all the indie stuff on here. And now it's like, oh, now I'm watching the IMSA stuff on here as well. So it's just like, man, okay. So this peacock investment turned into being pretty, pretty good. Um yeah, they're heading to WeatherTech next and uh or Laguna for traditionalists. <laughs> and um, but yeah, like the month of May on Peacock, again, not, not getting compensated for this. I'm just saying it's from like May 11th or 10th or something like that onward. Almost every single day, there's some, something going on at the motor speedway, uh, whether it's practice or qualifying or bump day, carb day, you got the grand prix race, you got the grand prix practice and qualifying, you got the 500. I mean, this, this is going to be a good month for for IndyCar, if you have a Peacock membership, I'll, I'll be uh, taking full advantage of that. Looking forward to it. I'm still tempted to drop five down bucks. for something. Well, I'll say it's five bucks for the month. And uh, you know, I'll have to get figure out how to get Motor Trend TV so I can watch some uh, Le Mans in June. I mean, you know, I'm looking at it as like, okay, you get a seven day free trial. And if I miss that or something or I forget, it's like, okay, I paid five bucks to watch Lamont. I mean, that's a little cheaper than going. Yeah. I've spent far worse on, on, uh, you know, my money and far worse on things, (laughs) including Magic the Gathering cards. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Oh, man. It's just like we've, revisited middle full full on full circle back to middle school it's like oh crap i'm 12 years old again hey i wasn't doing this when i was 12 i'd hope not (laughs) there were people that probably were that we knew that that did they're definitely uh I'm, I'm smoking sure. a pa- smoking a pack of cigarettes uh there were, i know there were kids at my bus stop they'd come down reeking of cigarettes at like 12 and like 12 man what are you doing <laughs> so not too much going on um off week like we said with wednesday night dash hey you got a win in uh behind closed doors yesterday yeah got the win at iowa wasn't too sure going in sketchy a little bit yeah, we have a couple a couple moments there. Um, do you want to make your? I guess you know the announcement's public by now. But do you want to make your announcement about the league? What you're going to do for the rest of the season? Yeah. So fun announcement here. We are going to instead of the ten dollar entry fee and prorating as we go, we're just going to shift it over to a free series. So if you're interested in running open wheel, um, come on out and join us. 
until iRacing gets the license back, it's going to be a free league. We're still going to have the Rogue Starter Kit as a series champion. And then a couple other announcements. The Indy race is being pushed back a week to the 16th. It was a open I was, I was getting prepared for that, and I'm like, oh, I got an extra week now. Yes. Yeah, we're going to need it, because Indy will bite. And then um, clarifying out, our season finale at Las Vegas is going to be under the lights. Very nice. Good choice. And then we are already getting set up for season two. So that's going to be coming along. And I think I've already said it. Michigan is going to be the finale. And then uh, Wednesday night dash, we are going to be at uh, Watkins Glen next week. You won't. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to miss that one. So Watkins Glen, I mean, I, you know, I've got a couple things to work on in the in the boot that, you know, I've, I've run the cup one many times. I've got that track down fairly well but the boot you know i got a few things to work on there i'll get that practice in this weekend and hopefully i'll have a semi-competitive week unlike the last couple of weeks i'm sure i'm gonna be the peanut gallery on uh twitch watching along <laughs> just giving everyone a hard time that'll be good i might have to split time with the uh stadium scene feed and listening along with eli and the peanut gallery on our Twitch stream. <laughs> Let's say you could jump into the broadcast booth, even though you can't see it. Just blindly critique. <laughs> I have to say, I do like your reel that you put up about the, uh, the turning right and all the, all these <laughs> I wouldn't be able to condense mine into a, a minute or less. Uh, I've had a few. And a couple of the mishaps from Lime Rock. One was a, I think they were both practice and warm up stuff that I did. I do like the the Lime Rock where you went upside down in the pit lane. Oh yeah, <laughs> I never saw that. Like, oh wow, when did that happen? I think that was a practice. I may have embellished that one a little bit after I went into the grass and caught the yeah. wall. And I mean, then simulator. It's actually happened in stance. I um made pit road. That was pure luck. But say, did you get black flagged for that? Um, I, probably. I, I would have to think that would be an unsafe pit entry coming in on your on the uh, roof of your car. Still not the best pit road violation I've ever gotten. Uh, um, the Texas the Phoenix... one? No, that was just unfortunate. The <laughs> um crash in Phoenix in the DW12 Delara dash. When oh, I got already bounced over the wall into pit road, and then I get cited for speeding. Like, that's not even right. <laughs> you bounced over the wall from the track onto the pit road. I'm like, that's, I think that's I got an unsafe un pit entry too. I was about to say that that is definitely an unsafe pit entry, whether it was your fault or not. That that's up for debate, but um, yeah, but it's a lot of good stuff coming up in the next next couple of weeks. We'll do another uh. Uh, we'll do a garage talk live race day for uh, Monaco and the Indy 500, maybe part of the Coke 600. I'm not sure I could live stream three fairly long races in one day <laughs> uh, due to a combination of energy and my wife probably killing me uh, for hiding up here all day um, on a Sunday. But we'll see. I've already got the day said I'm watching all three and um Rogue is going to play a big factor. Yeah, that's that's an early start. 
I think I think it's five a.m. in Monaco. Last year I got upset or uh because I woke up early and then they had that rain delay that delayed the start of it by like forty five minutes. And then how much uh, longer do they run Monaco? I don't know. Like I mean obviously it's Monaco, it's you know, it's iconic, the events is iconic, but the race is just so bad. I mean, honestly, there's two things I remember last year from Monaco outside of the rain, but two things involving cars was uh, Nicholas Latifi crashing under the safety car. And then uh, Charles Leclerc's pit where he was told to pit and he pulls into the pit box and Carlos Sainz is still in there getting service. And then they're like, don't pit, don't, you know, don't box, don't box. And, and he's already like, he's already there. It's like drops his uh, F-bomb filled tirade. Oh, Ferrari. I still think somebody purposely in their strategy team is sabotaging them because nobody could be that incompetent. Not that. If it was Williams, I'd understand it. The thing, is like, the thing is, like, Williams, from a strategy standpoint, haven't been in, things. They haven't been an issue. I mean, it's been, you know, you had Latifi and his they just need issues. Cars that can and, yeah, and then they, yeah, you know, their cars are so uncompetitive, we'll say. And it's, it's crazy that, you know, it, it's just, you have to wonder with Formula One, like they have this huge popularity surge right now. There's a lot of interest in it, but when people actually sit down and watch it and it's Red Bull winning every week, like when does that interest start to to wane? And I know we've said this many times before. I, I don't think it's going to take long. I mean, I find it hard to watch. You know, you look at Australia, for example, I mean, or, or, you know, Azerbaijan wasn't for Ocon almost plowing over the reporters. What else, what else stands out from that race deal? Qualifying was more exciting than the race. I mean, Australia, you don't have the Q1 was the red flag chaos. Don't remember it. Yeah, Red Bulls won every race so far this year. Well, see how long that streak continues. The question is, does Red Bull win every single race? I mean, it seems like Checo's going to win every single street race this year. It's, if both of them have mechanicals, that's the only way. You'd have to think they're good for at least one of those. Maybe one ends up with an issue during the season here and there. I'd be surprised to see both at the same race. There there was one, I forget what year it was. If it was 2001 or 2002, it was, you know, it was a Michael Schumacher year. And you look at his finishes throughout the entire season. It was like one, 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 two, one, 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 two, two, one, one. I was just like, man. There's Red Bull. Yeah, and that's how Red Bull have become. Like it's just I mean it's unreal how how good they perform and you know what what happens? They change more rules. 
mean, it seems like they got off pretty light from that budget, you know, that budget <laughs> penalty last year. What a like, slap on the wrist if that? Uh, oh no, we don't get to use the wind tunnel as much, but or we're even faster this year. Like, okay. And then you have you know George Russell accusing him of until they put a car in the wind tunnel and find it's not in spec. <laughs> well, yeah, you have George Russell accusing him of sandbagging, saying they're even faster than what they're coming off as, but they don't want rules changed. So it's like, yeah, we could we could be kicking your butt by even more than that. But... How funny would it be if their penalty actually aided them in getting a better car? That there's something that because they weren't in there as much prevented from being found out. It might have. That would be funny. I mean, Not saying it's, it's true or I heard it anywhere. Just random thought. I mean, you you know, Red Bull's secret weapon is not Max Verstappen. It's it's Adrian Newey. I mean, that's that guy can design a car and has yeah. for a very very long time. If I remember right, he was part of. I have to look it up now. He was part of, uh, you know, Williams. Their last like great years were in the you know the late nineties. Let's see. Yeah, it was at Williams from 91 to 96. McLaren from 97 to 05. And then he's been at Red Bull since 2006. All organizations that did well while he was there. Yep. His book is on my list to to read at some point. I mean, it's obviously a very very smart guy. Um, but I wish I was that smart. <laughs> you just wonder how people can be that smart. But anyway, um, we might wrap. I think. This is actually probably a little shorter than than usual, but hey, you know that That's happens. Okay. It's okay. Uh, but on on a side note, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, I have no idea, like, you know, we made a little bit of changes to try to in, increase the exposure, especially the podcast side of things. And since we've done that, it's this has really taken off. And I don't know why you are taking your time listening to us. Um, we appreciate it. Very we much. we do appreciate it absolutely. I I mean. I can hardly listen to myself talk for five minutes, let alone 40 minutes. So thank you so much for listening. It's, it's much, much appreciated. I mean, we're, you know, our, our downloads are now into the thousands and, you know, we're getting, you know, listens into the hundreds every week. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's just, this was, this was a side project to try to, you know, direct traffic back to, Wednesday night dash and, and, you know, interest and talk about what we're learning. And this thing's taken on a life of its own, but you know, sometimes it's just the things you don't expect. And, you know, search us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at if our racing online, shoot us a message, tell us where you're listening from and things that you'd like to hear about. 
And that includes, let me let me pull up the analytics. So it's looking at where people are listening from, and it's just like, what? On, on a side note, we're going to have a giveaway here because we're coming up next month will be the two-year anniversary of our, you know, we'll say our, well, our incorporation of, of FR Racing as an entity. And uh, we're going to do a giveaway uh, to, to celebrate that. And we're going to end the contest giveaway on our two-year anniversary, which will be, uh, I think, I should know this. June twenty eighth ish, and uh, after that we will we'll give away. We'll we'll be posting updates in the next week or so. I have a really cool giveaway that we we picked up, and it's uh, it's on its way. Um, might be a few days before it shows up. Make sure everything's okay with it. Then we'll put up the pictures and we'll say, hey, this is this is our giveaway. So get us to a thousand Instagram followers. Subscribe to our show. Subscribe to our our social medias and streaming devices and. Uh, you know, you'll get entered to win. So, and keep an eye out on our social media. We're going to have some other fun things coming up here in the next month or so. Yes. We got a, a couple of big announcements we'll be hyping here in the next couple of weeks. So, real quick on our, our geographic analytics here. Obviously, the US is our biggest audience. That should go without saying, you know, that's where we're based out of. Um, our second biggest. Is the United Kingdom. So hello over there. Ireland is third. And Singapore is fourth. Actually, Ireland and Singapore are tied for third. And then the next tier is Australia, Germany, Canada, and France. Awesome to see just how it can get picked up over the world. And thank you all. <laughs> Hey, somebody listened from Monaco. You think it was Charles Leclerc? Ooh, could be. It'd be awesome <laughs> if it was. Thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not too uh, too mean to your team. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing Taiwan, Ukraine, Philippines, Greece, Slovenia, Chile, Estonia, Ecuador, Vietnam, Slovakia, South Africa, Romania, Malaysia, Mexico, Japan, Hong Kong. <laughs> if that Japan just popped on there, that's probably Taka. Be <laughs> <laughs> funny if it is. Taka, our social media guy, is uh, he's over in Japan this week, so that was probably him. Um, Israel, Denmark, Poland, India. I'm I'm gonna do a quick count before we go off the air. I know this is riveting. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we really enjoy doing this every week, and just bringing our thoughts to you just two random guys that watch races and share thoughts we have no insider knowledge or anything on this no we we barely know anybody in the industry but the according to our analytics there have been 50 countries five zero countries that have listened to at least one episode of our show that's pretty cool and we thank you for that we are we are yes. truly a global global phenomenon <laughs> dare i say are we the uh we're the beatles of racing podcasts apparently <laughs> <laughs> so won't make any other further comments on that because that's just gonna get me in trouble you know if we time this right our 50th garage talk episode could come up very close to our two-year it's close i think this is episode 40 42 42 
you believe that we've done 42 episodes in less than a year so we might have to take a week off somewhere but we have we i mean that's... go we, we might have to plan this or be right around there but yeah it's like we get into episode 50 at one year and it's just like man 50 i mean the the average podcast they say here's you know this podcast stat again the average podcast lasts three episodes the top one percent of podcasts make it to episode 20 the top point oh oh i think it's point oh one percent of podcasts make it to 100 so we are at 42 and counting i think we'll get there i think so we're, we're just flying along is you know you listen we'll keep making them you don't listen we'll keep making them <laughs> but we would prefer you if you did this is the next best thing when you can't just sit across the table on a weekend after a race and drink a beer so kind of the equivalent we're doing this anyway yeah right i mean got the the beer you know record this at night kids asleep what else are we gonna do all things racing. That's right. It's, you know, it's it's weird how this is like come and go in my lifetime where it's just like as a kid, it was huge. And it's just like, I've always kind of casually watched. I would always watch the 500, uh, you know, I'd watch NASCAR fairly regularly, but it's just like, now it's like, it's, it's back. And it's just like that childhood, like that childhood has been, you know, reinvigorated. And it's like, here we go. I'm like 12 years old again. May has always been my favorite month of the year just because of our proximity to Indy and and, and my birthday. Like I've had the race on my birthday multiple times now in, in my 37, 37 years so far, be 38 here in a couple of weeks. But um, because of like weird leap year stuff, it's going to be a while again before it falls on my birthday again. Yeah, I've always been around racing. Actually, you know what's crazy? Let me show. I don't know if I've shown you this. I'm gonna walk away for a second. Yeah, I actually did a report on the 50th anniversary of NASCAR when I was so, younger. A lot yeah. of times on the short tracks, dirt track racing, Saturday nights. So when when I was born in the 1980s, which seems so long ago now, as I say that. Wait, you got to clarify it. The late 1900s. The late, no, yes, in the late 1900s when I was born, in the 1980s specifically. Um, so my mom was due in early June, and I came, I showed up a bit early in, in late May. And my grandparents would always come out for the race every year for, for a very long time, uh, up until the split. They would drive out every year over Memorial Day, and either my mom or my dad would go with my grandparents and they'd go to the race every year. Uh, they did that every year from like 1981 to like 95 or something like that. And then the split happened. So my grandparents, you know, this is 1985. There's no cell phones. My grandparents are literally driving from Pennsylvania out to Indiana, show up at my parents' house on uh, like Friday afternoon or Saturday, I think. And I literally had just been born like a few hours earlier. <laughs> they had no idea. They couldn't get a hold of them. My mom went into labor. They tried to call my grandparents and tell them they were already on the road. They were gone. <laughs> couldn't get a hold of them. No cell phones. They, they had no clue. So they, they showed up 
in Indiana at my parents' house, find out they are grandparents for the first time. And then my dad, you know, my mom gets home. I don't know. You know what? I don't know who went that year. If my dad ditched my mom who had just given birth like two <laughs> days before to go to the race or my grandparents just went by themselves. But my grandpa, I got this. He passed away a few years ago. My grandma was cleaning out her house and sent me this giant box last year of all his racing stuff. And it just die cast and stuff. So I pulled this out of here. And in there is the ticket that he put in this, you know, the hard acrylic plastic, his ticket stub from 1985 from, you know, two days after I was born. And I was just like, wow. I, I mean, I looked at that and I was just like, man, like, do I start crying now or something? Is that like what a human would do when they see that? And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. I had no, I had no idea. Um, He did this with this one. And then he did it again with his tickets to the inaugural Brickyard 400, uh, which has no reference to any of my brothers because they were both already around. So in your face, brothers. The one thing that is fun with the Indy 500 tickets, the driver that's featured on it is the winner from the previous year. Yes. And so 1984's winner was Rick Mears. I should know this. 85 was Danny Sullivan. We had friends that went, but there was one ticket that I did request if I could get it one of. Which one? The year after Dan Weldon won. Uh, second. Which, second? That's not be 11. Yep, 1985, Danny Sullivan. That was his uh, spin and win year. That's right. So I did want that for the historical factor. And I Thing, did I? I think I have the ticket from Castro Nevis's fourth. I don't know what happened. So I've only been to three actual 500s. I mean, I've been to the practices and all the carb day and all many of those. And I have no idea what. Well, I do know where the 2008 ticket It's That's in my closet behind me. But the, the ones from the 90s, they must be at my parents' house still. I think I've now been to six. <laughs> you know, saying the national anthem in 1985. No idea. I'm checking this. <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> you know, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> I still want to get... There's three tickets that I want to get framed all together. And that's the 2020 and 2021 race. Because I originally had tickets for May 2020. No, of course. That was the one that was... Then it know, got postponed. Postponed to August. Then the tickets got sent out for the August race. So I have those. Did you go? They shut fans out like the week of. Right. That's right. I, so I have two tickets that. for the race that, that no never fans was. were allowed to go to. And then that, I went in 21. So I, I have, have that go, ticket. I have to go back and watch the 2020 race again. I don't remember much about it. I watch, I know I watched it, but I uh, do not remember. Sato. Yeah, that's right. But I don't Ooh. remember much about the race, but it just, uh, that's got to be so weird. I don't remember 
really the race, but it was so weird seeing the 33 cars racing in an empty Indianapolis. Nobody there. It was almost an eerie thing watching it. If you ever get a chance, go to to the Indy 500. Yes. It is a, there's a reason it's called the greatest spectacle in racing. Uh, it's it's unreal. It's just, I mean, the last time I went was with you in 2008. And I just, that was, we had our cooler full of Bud Lights or pounded Bud Light. <laughs> oh, we were still young and dumb. Well, well, we also had to take it easy too. Like we couldn't get ourselves like blitz drunk when we had to get ourselves home that day legally. Oh man. Oh, it's coming up. I'm excited to see a different race at Indy. Three three weeks away ish. Actually, my oof, third birthday in three weeks. Another one of those. Yikes. Yeah, I stopped counting. I'm having a hard time with, with this whole concept now that 40 is almost here. Because one, I'm I'm in complete denial. One. And, and two, it's just like it's forty. Like we are not more, that old. We're not that old. One, we are, but it doesn't feel like that. And no. two, it's like we are now beyond fifty percent of the average American male lifespan. Yeah, don't uh, say that. Which terrifies the crap out of me. Um, and I'm having a very hard time with that. So, uh, please, science. I want to be, you know, they keep talking about people in our lifetime are going to live to be like 130. I, I volunteer for that. <laughs> I want to be there for that. Um, that would be kind of cool because then I would be able to see the year 2100 if I can pull that off. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> science, come on. That would be kind of cool. Don't let me down, science. On that note, I think we'll actually wrap this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that like 10 minutes ago. Keep an eye on our social media. Things are coming. Yeah, events, fun stuff, giveaways. If you're not following us, why? Like you need to be real, real followers, not not spam people, not one of you trying to collaborate with your, you know, knockoff product like, hey, collab. No. No, no, thank you. Uh fracingonline.com. Um, check out there'll be a post here very soon on my experience updating my gaming PC to Windows 11. A lot of people have held off doing that, but I took the plunge. See how it went for me. FR Racing Online, social media, streaming. Check out Wednesday Night Dash next week. Check out Find Closed Doors. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. <laughs>